guys are having a wonderful, terrific, thriving, fantastic Tuesday. It's Tuesday, y'all. I feel like I already worked an entire week. I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one of those weeks. Just one of them weeks. You know what I'm saying? As, as I try to sing terribly. Uh, you know, th- this is going to be a, a very I- interesting conversation because an interesting show, because there's a lot of things that we got to talk about. There's a lot of things that we're going to be talking about in regards to Russia. Yes. Yes. We're talking about Russia today. You know, Privet comrade. You know, so we'll be talking some Russia stuff going on. Uh, we also got a, a mass shooting that happened in, in D.C., which we'll be talking about and going into detail about as well. And of course, we still got to talk about the, the viral photo or the student that actually shot, that took the photo of the, uh, that made that viral photo or made that photo that went viral um, while she was in her hallways, in the school, in in her school hallways, uh, and she took a photo. And so we're going to be talking about that as well, where she kind of put in her own two cents in regards to everything that happened. Um, And there's an interesting story behind that photo and what happened after that photo went viral. Um, So we got a lot. We have quite a bit to talk about today, but I'm hoping, like I said, that you guys have are having a terrific start to your day or for everybody else who's watching elsewhere that you're having a terrific end to your day because, you know, we got our we got our friends overseas. We got our our people, uh, you know, in Australia and, uh, you know, in other necks of the woods. Um, so hopefully you guys are having a wonderful and terrific day, but we're going to be talking about these things because there's a lot to talk about and there's a lot of things going on. But still, before we jump into all of that ish, Jackie Buck is in the house. What's up, man? Hey, hey, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you, man. Good morning. I'm just sitting here. I'm in, obviously in the basement where, as you can't tell behind me. Uh, but, you know, I'm just glad there's no leaks in that big old storm that came through yesterday, man. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one, man. That one like blazed right through, bruh. I but uh, you know honestly, outside my window, I didn't see a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like I saw obviously rain. I saw the the winds and stuff, but I didn't see any of the craziness that apparently that happened on the outsides of uh, outside of the city and everything. So uh, how about you? How about you, Jack? Did you see what what was? Uh, yeah, story? I was uh, I was out and about. <laughs> And uh, saw the clouds coming in, and then I was in the downpour uh, while I was driving on the highway. And I mean, people were just, you know, maybe the 15 feet in front of you where you can see is downpouring so hard. Uh, and everyone has their blinkers on going 20 on the highway. Uh, but it was um, pretty windy outside there for a while. Uh, but that, that storm that came here, man, it traveled 770 miles in 14 hours. Whoa. For real, yeah. though? Yeah. Man. So, uh, it was pretty high winds. They had some places up in Chicago last night. That once it hit there, they said they were having spots that had 100 mile per hour winds. Yeah. What 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 was it called? Like it, it's called like it's a called dir- a derecho. What the hell is a derecho? Like I've it's never heard that before line, in my life. Straight line winds that travel over 100 miles or expand over 100 miles, uh, and, and they just continue on. Uh, they wow. And I think just about we've been getting one a year almost, uh, and because every time it comes through, it's like you know, the storm only lasts for 15, 20 minutes once it's here, uh, mm. but it is just, you know, that heat and cooling differences and stuff, I guess, across the, uh, 
the whole Midwest area that pulls in that storm. But it was uh, pretty intense for some areas. I mean, trees yeah. knocked down, the trucks were flipped over, um, you know, a whole bunch of people without power. Uh, I think it left 1.1 million people without power uh, last night. Uh, they went nuts. from Illinois, Indiana, uh, uh, Indiana Illinois, Iowa, uh, came here in Missouri. I mean, it had a nice long stretch. So <laughs> it's it's crazy to think that that's like that that's actually what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, even right now, there's a lot of people that are there's a lot of people right now that are out of power, even in St. Louis, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and it goes all the way up to Chicago. I mean, there's people that are out of power. Uh, you name it just uh, because of this derecho, um, which is crazy. But at the same time, I look at it as a blessing because maybe it slowed down the, the the looting and the riots that were going on in Chicago. So I Probably. see it. I see it as a blessing. I feel like Mother Nature was like enough of this mess and just slow. <laughs> I hope it slowed people down. I'm hoping it's a it's a it's it's a moment that slows people down because they don't have power. You know what I'm saying? They don't have any electricity. So I'm hoping it doesn't inspire people to go back out in the streets in a negative way does that make sense yeah well hopefully it didn't bust open any windows from flying debris that is aiding in the looting so (laughs) see that's the thing i mean (laughs) true that's one of the things i'm I'm just i'm I'm hoping that that doesn't turn you you just you know what i'm saying like i'm happy that it happened because i i would hope that would make people want to like People are too busy on the phone trying to get people, you know, trying to get their electrician to come in. You know what I mean? Like their electric company to come in and fix what needs to be fixed. But, you know, you never know. It might just get people more inspired to get out there and cause a ruckus, you know. Um, Never know. That's just kind of what I feel about it, you know, just Mm -hmm. praying, hoping, praying. You know what I'm saying? You never know. I mean, you never know. It, it, it might just keep people very, you know, very inspired yeah. to stay outside and do out, outdoor activities. But I'm hoping it doesn't. You know, I'm hoping it just makes people want to stay in one spot and not do anything crazy. Yeah. We just need like three months straight rain. Yes. <laughs> Everyone calm down a little bit. You know, please. Like, let, right. Let's do that. You know what I'm saying? I'd be so down for that. Please. You know, please. Let, let's let's just have some calm after the storm. A. Get it? Ba-dum-bum. That's yeah. my joke. What? You're welcome. Yeah. You're like stepping on my toes here. That's uh... <laughs> I'm I'm playing many parts today. You know what I mean? I, I I'm not a dad, but I got some dad jokes, you know what I'm saying? So that's what you could really call Chicago the windy city. Come on now. No. <laughs> Mine was better. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, good morning, Malia. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good day. Good day, mate. Um, Mr. Super, good morning. Brooks, good morning. You're new, Brooks. 
Comment down below and let us know uh, where you're commenting from, where you're watching the show from. We really appreciate it. We always love new faces on this show. Kazoo on Twitch, you're a new person as well. Also, thank you for the follow on Twitch. That really, really means a lot. Definitely comment down below and let us know where you're com commenting from as well. Um, you know, uh, and uh, Thomas S., good morning, my brother. Uh, before we jump all the way into this thing, we do have to talk about this thing. Uh, one of our main topics, and uh, you know, Jack's got the story here, um, and I find this very, very interesting. But apparently, Russia has approved a virus vaccine. Bruh? Jack, speak on it, bud. Yeah, so uh, Russia has uh, registered the world's first COVID-19 vaccine, uh, despite not being done with their human trials yet um they are really the everyone's kind of you know worried that it's gone and been been developed at a too fast of a rate um and that there's safety concerns still uh, associated with it um and but it was uh let's see here scientists at the Moscow's uh, gamalaya uh, institute for epidemiology and microbiology developed the vaccine um and uh you know putin has kind of touted that he is uh that they've gone through all of the safety things and it's met all of the of the needed requirements to be able to be pushed forward um right now they're already taking on orders from uh other other countries uh they've already planned on making a billion uh like vaccine uh, vaccinations available uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and they're taking on orders from other countries and stuff uh so you know it's one of those things where a lot of people are really worried and saying, oh, um, you know, they're just kind of touting for the prestige of being the first nation to come up with the with the vaccine. Mm -hmm. um, and but they, they, had to, they went ahead and gave it a regulatory approval. Uh, so that's the first step in really being able to go to, to production and stuff like that. What's interesting. Um, What's interesting, uh, real quick, is that they said, uh, you know, obviously this is there's a lot of skepticism going all over the world. Obviously, we're one of the people, one one of the shows, at least one of the very many uh, uh, people uh, out here that are a little skeptical about this situation because mm -hmm. um, they have not completed clinical trials and they've only they've only done a study on only a couple dozen of people in less than two months. So how are you knowing that this is fully effective? You see what I'm saying? Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I just wanted to throw that in there. Like they've only, they've only studied it on a, a handful of people. Like yeah. that's not enough. That's not enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, you were saying continue, please. So yeah. Uh, so Moscow's, uh, Gamalaya Institute uh, it says it's a sustainable immunity or provides sustainable immunity against the coronavirus. Uh, Putin said that uh, he knew the vaccine was quite effective and uh, didn't give any more details though and he stressed that it had passed all needed checks. Um, he said the vaccine had also been given to one of his daughters uh, who was feeling fine despite a brief temperature increase. Um, I think in this sense she took part in the experiment Mr. Putin said. Uh, after the first injection her temperature was 38 degrees. 7.5, and that was it. After the infection, her temperature went up slightly, then back to normal. Um, he didn't specify which of his daughters had it. Uh, he said both of them. Uh, yeah, he oh, says, took it? yeah, he said while announcing this that uh, uh, about the approval that, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, one of his two daughters. I'm sorry, I misread. Yeah, they didn't say, he didn't, right. he didn't identify which, which one had it. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, you know, if his 
someone in his family's taken it, and it's safe to assume that they just didn't give it to her for no reason. I'm going to assume that she had the coronavirus. And, Facts. And that also makes me assume that maybe he had the coronavirus. And, uh, you know, that's maybe because he took it. But they were saying that there's only a 10% effectiveness. Um, but I, I guess that's good. Yeah, he said... <laughs> He says, just to uh, you know, piggyback off of you, off of what you were saying. He says, he says, um, I know it has it has proven efficient and forms a, a stable immunity. We must be grateful to those who have made the the first step very important for our country and the entire world. So, I get that there there are going to be people who are going to turn themselves into guinea pigs. They're going to be the, willing to put themselves on the line, their body on the line for the betterment of the rest of the world or the rest of the country. You know, do this for Mother Russia, for Russia. But at the same time, though, just because a couple dozen people step up and say we're willing to take the test doesn't mean that it's fully. Like that is uh, it's uh, uh, what's the word? A hundred percent. Uh, effective you see what i'm saying like or what about the side effects what if there are side effects y'all guess what though we want to know because they have not released any safety or immunity data from its studies Mm, so it makes it impossible to do independent like assessments on it man um and what's funny is russia's association of clinical trials uh organizations said said this too fast track approval will not make russia the leader in the vaccine race it will just expose consumers of the vaccine to unnecessary danger i mean that's i mean i agree (laughs) you know what i'm saying if you i understand like i get it that it's it's almost like the the world is um we are we are on that race to get to the moon you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that situation. Like, we want to be the first to get there. And I get that America and Russia are going toe-to-toe, you know, neck and neck, to see who can get to the vaccine faster. Shoot, the whole world is doing that right now. Everyone's on the race of who can get to the vaccine faster. But that does right. not mean, just because he says, ah, we, did, we, we won, we're first, woo doesn't mean that what he's doing, what he what they're what he's allowing people to get injected with is not erroneous in some sort of way. I'm just saying like there's too many questions to to pull up when it's only been tested for two months. Right. You know. It's, it's less, uh, less than two months, by the way, less than right. two months. Let me correct that again. What yeah. were you going to say, Jack? Uh, and the, one of the reasons that a lot of people think that they're so far ahead and being able to push things as fast is because they are being accused of stealing uh, vaccination information from Canada, the UK, and other locations. Uh, just like how we had uh, our U.S. State Department uh, found two Chinese hackers that were trying to hack into U.S. pharmaceutical places that um, then got shot down, uh, and they, you know, they found that out. But you know, it, obviously. This is kind of like the space race. This is the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, there's not very many times that where everybody's going and having their individual country trying to vie for like the attention or the, you know, the, the goal of being number one, 
you know, in a worldwide race for something. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, this is it. This is this is our our current, you know, global race to be able to have that acknowledgement that, yes, we did it. I mean, uh, during a t- downtime for all this, you know, if uh, a country can come out and say that they're the ones that provided the vaccine to the world, I mean, that brings a lot of, you know, um, I imagine, you know, if the U.S. did it and said it and then provided it out to the world, yeah. uh, you know, it makes us look like a more powerful place. If Russia is the first one to do it and it's actually su- successful and now all these countries are trying to, you know, get their uh, mm-hmm. produce, have them produce manufacturing and things like that. Um, and it can just bring a lot of det- like positive attention to a country. Right. And then, you know, Russia becomes the, the great American hero right. instead of America being the American hero. I get it. Right. <clears throat> you know, G.I. Joe all day long. Um, <clears throat> so the thing is, is um, uh, James said something. James Joseph just said something that I, I, I liked. And I agree. I mean, science should be shared. Absolutely. So if it is a vaccine that works, then they should give the recipe, you know, the concoction the breakdown of how it's done to other scientists so that they can take a look at it to see what is actually in there. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, what is there radiation in that, in that bit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what, what's going on? What could honestly be in that thing that suddenly is getting approved in less than two months of testing alien DNA. Yeah. Alien DNA. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think, but I'm just saying like, I agree that there, there's gotta be a way that they should share it with everybody else to make sure that maybe there's something in that vaccine that causes cancer. You know, there's so many different things that could be, there's so many questions, so many question marks that just pop up. And I get it that this is the, you know, like you just said, it's the space race. You know, it's the, it's the race to the moon for crying out loud. And right now we got to do it in a smart way, not just, you know, jump on the back of a rocket, you know, a firecracker and just light the fuse. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. To me, that's just too short of time. Yeah. In my personal opinion, too short of time. To make sure that there are no side effects whatsoever. And yeah, the fact that his one of his one of his daughters was vaccinated for sure. She got she had the Rona for sure. She had the Rona. Why would she put herself right? Putin's daughter in harm's way, in possible harm's way. For the betterment of the country, you know, for a fact, for a fact that Putin would not just be like, no, <laughs> you know, if she's sound, you know, fully sound of mind and body, like just totally fine and healthy, he's not going to sit there and go out of nowhere. Just choose, choose this, choose this daughter. She's not the best one. Come here, get injected. Let's find out what you do, what happens. Or, or it's Pretty just to make the whole country like feel like it's OK because his daughter took it. Look, my daughter took it and then maybe she just never did. You know, because yeah. it's like Trump saying that he took hydrochloroquine just because uh, making then that makes everybody feel like that was wondering or on the fence about hydrochloroquine that, oh, well, the president took it. So if the president can take it, I can take it now. now uh, if, I know the, if, the, if Putin's daughter's going to take it, he wouldn't let his daughter have it. I mean, here it is. If, if Putin, if Putin's daughter just did it. Because I see somebody just on 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 YouTube just said Alec 
Alec Roll said, uh, I doubt she had it. Doubt that he, she had the Rona in, in regards to her taking the, uh, the vaccine. Then that's one ballsy ass girl. That's, that's, that, is, that is one ballsy girl to say, I'm willing to be injected in some, with something that I don't know what it, it, it is in it and risk my life. It's for the betterment of I understand for the country, but that is so that's ballsy, man. That's that is that is ballsy. Do you understand how ballsy that is? You're fine. You're doing just fine. Nothing's wrong. You're out there just taking shots of vodka and playing your tennis and all that stuff. And all of a sudden. Hmm. Today, I'm going to inject myself with something. I don't even know what's in it. You know, I don't know. This it just seems too, too strange. Yeah, you know. Let, what me, I mean? let me ask you this: I've been seeing these ads that pop up now for oh. St. Louis clinical trials. Oh, sorry. For, for vaccines. Real quick, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, Alec is saying that she was not injected. Yeah, that's what I was saying too. Ah, uh, okay. That he's just lying. Okay, that's a good possibility too. Like I said, that's that's just pretty ballsy. Uh, you were saying, Jack. Sorry. Uh, so, what was I saying now? Something about U.S. something. Uh, I mean, I have to scrub back. I, mean, I just had just a complete stop. <laughs> sorry about that, brother. I am <laughs> so a, sorry. You know, no, that's all right. I saw that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, ads. There we go. There we go. Uh, I saw ads for clinical trials. Now, let me ask you this. Would you Excuse sign up me? for a clinical trial? That it, like They have St. Louis vaccination clinical trials. Would you go and do it? Would you go and sign up for one? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you insane? No. You, I mean, how much? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Here it is. <laughs> I care about our country. I care about what's going on. I would love to be able to help eradicate what's going on and stop this, this virus from happening and all that. But no, I'm not about to put something in my body that's going to be like, Oh, dear God, no, no, yeah. no. You got to be a special kind of person. I, I, here it is. I got, I got, I got all kinds of, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a, all kinds of love from my people, but I'm going to be straight funky with you. You're going to inject something into my body that, I, that I've never seen before, that I don't know anything about. Oh, my God. And to me, it's like, What if that brings an onset of something else? You know, it, you see what I'm saying? Like maybe after like generation two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, not, not iPhone one, the first generation ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's going to be glitches and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they, they got to get it right a couple times. You're going to put it into my body. Like, I don't want to die, bro. I don't want to die like that. Damn. That's a, oh, yeah. that, what if it's wrong? So oh. SLU, SLU and WashU are two of the universities in our country that are in the mix of people that can do vaccine uh, trials. Yeah. Uh, and so they are enrolling 3,000 participants um, and, uh, with each school participating in different trials uh, of different types of medication, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's um, it's literally being the guinea pig. See, and then but here's the thing. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that would be willing to be the guinea pig. 
I feel like there's a lot of people that would be down to put their lives on the line for America. Mm. You know what I mean? Anything for the country. Now, here's the thing. I commend all y'all. Y'all are superheroes. I got mad respect and love for you. But that ain't me. I, I just, I couldn't do it. Personally, nah. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. How about mm. you, Jack? Let me throw the question back to you. Would you? Hell to no. <laughs> Facts, baby. Hell to the no. Hell no. No, I would yeah. never do it. See, thank you. See, it's now I feel. a little money, too. Opposite of your time and participation in the study, you'll be paid $75 for the screening visit and $200 for the Luca Ferris procedure. $275? Come on, man. You got to give me at least the stimulus check. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You got to give me at least guaranteed some monies. $275 to put something into your body that you've never seen before in your whole entire life and you don't know if it's going to actually work or you might, it might cause some serious side effects or death? I don't think so. $275? That's how much your life is worth? That's how much your life is worth? Okay, I'm I mean, just saying. Hell no! Oh my uh, God! Woo! No offense! You're like, here, you can sign me up for a life insurance policy and then... <laughs> And then you can go ahead and put it inside. Guarantee that. It, okay. Like if it was, if Jack, Jack, if I were in your shoes and you know, I had wife and kids and all that, I'd be like guaranteed on the, you know, signed in a contract yeah. that anything happens to me, my kids are going, my family is taken care of. If I leave this planet, if I leave this earth because of this vaccine, you see what I'm saying? Like it would have to be something more, <laughs> more than just, You gotta be crazy. Oh my God. What? You gotta at least cover like the medical deductible for when you actually have to go into the hospital. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you gotta, yeah, that that, uh, that copay, that $50 copay. So really it's $225. You're like, what the hell is going on? Are you serious? You serious right now? Oh, my God. I am sorry. No. And I guess I leave the question up to you guys, too. Would you guys be willing to go into a clinical trial for $275? Put your body on the line to be the guinea pig to possibly save the world. Inject something in your body. $275. Man, you got to be. You got to be, shoot. Mr. T12 just said you can barely buy a good cell phone for $275. Figgity facts, baby. You got to be kidding me, baby. Woo! You got another thing coming. You you trying to step to me with that kind of mess? Mm -mm. I'm like, (laughs) wait, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a couple zeros at the end of this, right? It's $275,000. What? Really? And while you're here, if you can just bend over, we can give you a probe, too. No kidding. No kidding. Oh, good God. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But Mother Russia, my daughter, she did it. So I, I, I just read a thing the other day about uh, people that went in for a cancer trial, <laughs> like a uh, thing for like a medical thing. Yeah. And there's like 15 people. Uh, three of them were given a placebo. Everybody else was given the medication or whatever. And they all are in a room and they're individual beds and stuff 
And within 15 minutes, the three people that were, had a placebo mm. were sitting there watching the other 12 people go into pure agony and like feeling like they said so their eyeballs were going to pop, yep. like spiking extreme fevers. Um, and at the end of it, all the other participants had to have their hands and feet amputated. <laughs> like, you know, here, I, here's two hundred seventy-five dollars. Yeah, it is. It is like this. It is like, um, you know, this the guy is sitting there going, "Oh my God, my skin's on fire!" You know, what's happening to me? And then <laughs> explosion. This guy's like, "Okay, next one." Like this, this, yeah. that's insane. You know what I mean? There's just there's your two seventy-five. Enjoy. Thank you. Right. Okay. Moving on. Mr. Smith. Okay. Looks like he's having good side, good effects on this vaccine. Come on, man. You're putting that in yeah. your body and then, oh, good God, no. But we're going to say, you see sorry. Venom, right? Yes. Yeah, you saw the movie Venom. Remember when they're doing like basically the clinical trials of people? Yes. To be able to take the, whatever their species is called or whatever. Symbiote. Sim- sim- uh, symbiotic or symbiotic. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And so, and then, and then the people that, would have it all of a sudden be going good and all of a sudden they they exploded <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> that's pretty much what it is and it's like you know and he's just like find me another one it's like oh yeah. my god bro and, and and i get it that you know we need to figure this thing out but speaking of guinea pigs use a guinea pig <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying like oh yo yo this is the moment where this is the moment when i throw peter way out the window you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, use an orangutan. You know what I'm saying? Use a monkey. You know, use something else. Not a human body, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? This is the only time when I'm like, man, we are in dire straits to get this vaccine on point. And don't get me wrong, I love me some animals, but at the same time, $275, though? Like, mm, nah. My eyeballs are about to explode hands and feet amputated after getting injected with something a, a concoction a myriad of just random chemicals in your body probably probably including some sort of coronavirus antibodies or some sort of coronavirus in there in that mix nah i'm good on that can you imagine if like russia provided a vaccine to multiple nations and then like the nations they went out to if like majority of the people end up taking it end up getting like having like a delay and then they all get really sick like the it's basically that would be like a chemical warfare move right right like biological weapon or or whatever you may want to done i don't know what classification that would go into but it would definitely be a crime against humanity yeah i mean <laughs> like and if it was intentional or something like why like i said it's just why would why would one want to put themselves on the line like that with something that's not guaranteed that you're going to walk out triumphant, you know, walk out cured, walk out fine. That's the thing, you know? Um, And, you know, there's a good possibility that um, as uh, Alec, Alec said in the, in the comments, um, you know, which, He's saying he probably just lied. He Putin probably just lied to just say that he was front in line, you know, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, getting about to cross the finish line in regards to this vaccine, just so he can say that Russia is the best. You know, I feel like this is like 
this is Rocky Four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Except it ain't with boxing. It's with science. You know? If he dies, he dies. You know what I mean? Interesting. Drago. But instead... <laughs> oh, my God. See, now, this is the only thing that I, I, I get worried about. And I hope that doesn't happen. That Trump all of a sudden goes, Oh, we, we're done, too. We're done. We're done. We're done, too. Everyone has to take this now. Um, that's, what, that's the only thing that I'm concerned about. You know, I know that they are, like, running right now. They're running hard to get a vaccine going here in America. But I hope that does, that does not cause people to turn to people. You know what I mean? I just hope it doesn't cause America to turn around and go, no, we're done too. You know, high like them apples. Everybody get in line. Everyone gets vaccines to something that's only been tested for a few months. That's what I'm hoping that it does not turn out to be. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Which that could be. And this is crazy talk. Okay. Just saying crazy talk, but you know, what if this is Putin's way of trying to screw us up? Think about it. You I feel mean, me? Like, no, no, think about it. Think about it for a second. Think about it for a second. I mean, whether, whether Putin is, you know, all buddy-buddy with, with Trump or not, what if this is another, you know, way of screwing us up? And screwing America up. Oh, he's done? We're done too. Say that vaccine that we have doesn't work or is not, has multiple side effects. Everybody in America, or a good portion of Americans, get that vaccine. Think about the results. Think about the side effects that would, that would possibly happen. As you just said, that could be another form of warfare. Think about it. Mr. T12, exactly. Trojan horse. Think about it. That's, it, it, could, it could be. That could very well be a way. Now, I know that might sound a little crazy, cray cray, but think about it for a second. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... I, I'm, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just throwing out the options here. I'm not saying this is actual factual. That was funny. Actual, actual facts, facts. But think about it. What if that was a, a what if that wasn't an avenue? What, what if that was an angle? Because think about it. He's sitting here saying, oh, my, my daughter, one of my daughters took the vaccine and she's fine. Therefore, it's good. You see what I'm saying? Now, there's a possibility that's a full on bold face lie. And he's just wanting to be in the front, in the runnings for getting, you know, crossing the line of who can get to the vaccine faster but this could also be a, a ploy to screw up america and then you got everybody taking vaccines and they're all bleeding from the eyes and and parts of their bodies falling off and stuff i mean just think about it i know that's a, a little dramatic you know as far as the, the you know the uh side effects but you never know yeah and Crazy we have uh, been having some close inter interaction with russia over the last 16 days then uh, been uh, i guess the u.s has been sending reconnaissance planes uh, near the russian state border uh, and and uh, fighter jets came and being scrambled to you know basically to escort them away from the border uh 
and it's uh, yeah. I mean, there's been eight close call, or close contacts between U.S. spy planes and Russian fighter jets in the last 16 days. Really? So it's uh, they just showed something that was shared the other day about one of Russian jets, which is like beyond what our capability of our jet is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's. So I'm just saying. You know, I mean, it's not like we've never like after the Cold War, like it, they didn't stop wanting to vie for power. Mm. So like, oh yeah, we laid down defeated and we're all good to go now. Oh hell no! Like they like it's been a like just like China and just like Russia. There's uh, they want to expand and have a, be a global power, and the U.S. is in their in their sights. <laughs> it's yeah. so. I mean. Everyone can feel safe sitting at home, but I mean, there, there's these countries that are still doing stuff, you know, every day to try to yeah uh, expand and and conquer. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had an ongoing issue with Russia for a very long time. So, you know, just because of you know, just because the results were you know, just because the Cold War is over doesn't mean that they done. You know what I'm saying? And it's just an like I said, this is an ongoing thing. So anything's possible. Like I want to see, I want to see what is true and what is not. Um, and I, I guess only time will tell in regards to what if, if Putin is telling the truth or not. Right. You know. And uh, and then of course, you know. Also, I want to see what the next step is if he's going to start getting people the general public the the that the the rest of the country if he's going to get the rest of the country to start taking the vaccine if they take that next step then i'll believe it but right now i don't know it's uh it's it's i'm skeptical i'm very skeptical you know but it, like i said if he's already approving it then he must have something Right. Would he. Would, OK, so here it is. Would Putin. <laughs> I'm already answering the question for myself, but I'm going to ask it out loud. Would Putin lie to his entire country saying that he has the vaccine, but never distribute it? Would he do that? Do you think he's that kind of dude? See what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Now, now, Alex Jones just asked something that I, I like because it was, it's basically going back. It's, it's actually coupling what I just said. Alex Jones just said, and good morning, Alex. He said, why lie about something so serious? It's just jealousy on the American part. You're not to be trusted with anything. <laughs> He's from the UK, by the way, just, just so you know. So that's a very good question. Why lie about something so serious? Like I said, would Putin lie? Would he lie about something so serious? You see what I'm saying? Focus, Jack. Focus. Would he lie about <laughs> something so serious or not? Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe. It's a, uh, it's a really big thing to be able to have you know achieved uh but and it is definitely one of those things where it can have everyone be on edge i guess you know like i don't know it's i don't know what do you think that he would lie 
I'm on the fence. I don't think he would lie. I don't. I don't think he would lie about a vaccine. I think he would lie about uh, the details. Like, oh, one of my daughters has it. One of my daughters took it, and she's fine. I feel like that could be a bold-faced lie. But as far as a vaccine, because you got to remember, if he says if he says something, then he has to literally go and prove it. If he says, I got a vaccine, guys, woo, he's got to prove it. And if he doesn't, then the whole country, his whole country would be angry as hell at him. Think about it. They'd be angry. <laughs> Radio. So I can't really curse, but you know what I'm saying. They would be ticked off. They'd be, that would burn their cookies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would anger them tremendously. So. I don't think I don't think he would lie about it, but I think he's trying to do something to mess people up. I think he's trying to mess with America at the same time. Just a little bit. Personally. But anyway, it's time for a little shameless plug. Jackie Buck, what's a go on? Yo yo, go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the dash pascal dash show and get yourself a shirt a mug a hoodie uh, maybe a mask a fanny pack and whatever whatever floats your boat uh but if you use uh pascal in all caps you can get 10 percent off or you can use grounds as in coffee grounds and get free shipping on a mug word isn't that beautiful mm. Get you some swag. Get get some new drip. Some of that tasty, tasty drip. Mm -mm. Mm. Go check it out. All right. We got T-shirts, mugs, hats. You name it. We got it all. Okay. And of course, you know, coming from a man who looks like Alfalfa right now, apparently, um, you know, please, for the sake of him and the sake of his hair, because I got none. It's gone. uh, Please go and buy some swag. Go buy some merch. We'd really, really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> so real quick, before we jump into, before we move on, this is another top story, which is very interesting. And before we go into our break, uh, there was a mass shooting in Washington, D.C., killing one and wounding 21 people. Now, here it is <clears throat> in the in uh, in the D.C. this this just so far this year. There have been at least 570 people shot. All right. And that is a spike of 45 percent over the same period last year, last year. OK. And it's also driving up homicides and frust- and, and, and of course, frustrating residents and leaders alike. Um, so a 17 year old uh, Christopher Brown died, uh, died just uh, last yesterday and a off-duty female D.C. police officer apparently attending the party, this block party that they had, uh, was struck in the neck and is critically injured. Um, So what's sad is that this was just a full-on block party where people were just coming out, having a good time, probably a little bit of a a, a cookout and all that. Um, But, of course, this is absolutely terrible. Um, but here's some details in regards to what happened. Um, so 
So they said that there are four. They suspect that there were four shooters that took part in a in a in, a, in an an exchange of gunfire. Um, now the thing is, is like so, a full-on mass shooting. Uh, there are dozens of victims, obviously, um, and the list goes on and on in regards to who was injured, who was shot. So far, there's only been one fatality, um, and that was of 19-year-old Christopher Brown. But um, yeah, what's what's really terrible is out of nowhere, out of nowhere, at a at a peaceful gathering of people just having a good time. Suddenly there was a, a, a shooting that just erupted out of nowhere. Um, do you have any more on the story, Jack? Uh, yeah, just that's a mass incident occurred in the community cookout. Uh, killed 17-year-old Christopher Brown and hospitalized a 22-year-old off-duty officer mm-hmm. and injured 20 other people. Um, over 100 rounds were fired during an exchange of gunfire from multiple shooters. Uh, like you said, at least four or more shooters shot at the same time. Uh, no arrests have been ma- made as of Monday. Uh, police have some information that suggests that one of the shooters is a man, that, and they are currently looking for multiple shooters. So they multiple. are convinced that there is uh, video footage of the shooters at the event. Um, and they're looking to see if someone can be charged for holding the cookout uh, for not following the district's current COVID-19 guidelines on mass gatherings. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, the city reports that 570 people suffered non-fatal shootings this year yep. so far. Yep. So In the far. past seven days, 46 people, including six juveniles, uh, are the district's latest non-fatal shooting victims. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, just... Uh, four more who were hurt in two separate Southeast DC shootings uh, overnight, uh, and you know that's. And this was uh, just so you guys know. This was over the weekend, and this was also an annual block party. All right, this was an annual block party that was also advertised on Instagram and drew up to four hundred people. So the the that was a huge crowd of people hanging out, cooking, grilling, dancing in the streets. And full on, the, the, out of nowhere, uh, full on, just a, out of nowhere shooting erupted. And right. <clears throat> a mass shooting happened in D.C., killing one and wounding 21 people. 21, y'all. And, and it's in what it looks like to be a peaceful gathering. An annual block party, having a good time. Now, of course, they were obviously going against what was uh, mandated within uh, D.C. uh, as far as the coronavirus social distancing rules and everything. But I guess they figured it's outside. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Unfortunately, a mass shooting, killing one and wounding 21 people. Uh, you know, and there's no more there's no other details in regards to it yet. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that it's still a developing story. Um, and hopefully when we get down to it, like once we find out more information, we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more in more detail. But right now there are no details um, except for that. They're looking at four suspects that were involved in this shooting, apparently. Now. Could have been a drive by. It could have been. It could have been anything, but as far as we know right now, there are four people that they're looking for um, that were involved in this shooting. And uh, 
Yeah. My thoughts and prayers go to everybody, all the victims and every person that is also a victim to um, the violence that they even saw, that they were a part of. It's uh, really terrible, really, really terrible news. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> we got to go into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we got more talk <laughs> and more news. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. All right. Welcome. Welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button underneath this feed right now as we speak. And of course, if you've never seen this show, hit that subscribe button. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. We also do have a podcast. Please go check us out on all major podcast streaming sites like Spotify, Apple, uh, mute, uh, Apple Podcasts and all that. So please go check us out. We're also on iHeartRadio as well. But anyway, we got to go into this conversation about Kanye. It's a quick story, you know, but it is a little bit of a time for... For 400 years, that sounds like a choice. Kanye Watch. It is time for a little bit of Kanye Watch right now. Uh, we got a little bit of a story in regards to Kanye and everything that's going on with him and him running for the, the running for president in 2020. Uh, Jackie's got the story. What's up, man? Yeah, you know, uh, our potential president here has a, uh, a problem on his hands. Mm. Um, he is, uh, he could potentially be charged with electoral fraud. Uh, two states have determined the majority of signatures on the rapper's presidential petitions are invalid. Uh, saying that, uh, you know, it's going to be an uphill battle for him because he's missed a lot of ballot deadlines and places like that. But some of these places that required a, a certain amount of signatures to be able to get onto there, uh, they've done an investigation into it and, uh, Illinois and New Jersey, are throwing West eligibility into doubt after both announced that the majority of signatures submitted as part of the petition are invalid. Following that, now Wisconsin is also uh, saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Kanye has come back and said that the, uh, in response to that, he's saying that the Democratic Party is spying on his campaign and they're the ones that are the issue. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're like, they're trying to, <laughs> they're spying on yay. You know what I'm saying? The spying on the Yeezy, uh, you know, huh, you know, when it comes to this, when it comes to Kanye and all that, this is a very, this is a very weird time. Also, more than half of his signatures in Illinois were apparently falsified. Or they were uh, apparently they they brought up they uh, threw up some red flags. Right. So and you and you got to understand it's like it does make you wonder how did he get all those signatures so quickly? It does, but now he's sitting here saying, "Hey, man, you know you guys are all trying to the Democratic Party's trying to mess with my ish." Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. It's a it's a lot of. It's a lot of questions. Right. It's very questionable where he got all of his stuff, those signatures and whatnot. They're saying even they're even saying that some of the addresses are are questionable. Like there's a lot of investigation that needs to happen in regards to these signatures that he got. 
I just wonder what these signatures look like. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what are these names? John Smith, John Doe, Jack. Well, that's, that's Michael, part of it. Michael it's, it's, Johnson. That's more like it right there. Is that that? So the uh, Florham Park-based elections attorney Scott Salmon uh, in New Jersey said that he found hundreds of suspicious signatures with issues including no last name, uh, no municipality listed, people who were not registered to vote or didn't even live in New Jersey. Damn. So. I imagine that's the same type of stuff they found in the other states. Um, but, you know, if can you imagine instead of running for president now, if he goes in front of jail time? <laughs> I think Trump would pardon him. That's a good question. Probably. <clears throat> Probably. He'd be like, ah, let's let, let bygones be bygones type thing. But then, you know, of course, there's a lot of people who think that he is in here to try to mess up like he's coming into the elections to mess up on behalf of Trump and Trump's campaign like he's trying to be here to mess with Biden um I don't know you know what I'm saying I, I you know I have my own personal I've I've had my opinions and I've obviously voiced them on the show multiple multiple times um but now it's a, it's at the point where it's like Let's see. You know, I'd rather see the proof rather than mm-hmm. speculate all day long. Um, but if you're going to sit there and have more than half of your signatures be questionable, just, you know what I mean? It just makes you wonder. It just makes you wonder about a, a, a few things, you know? My personal opinion. Got to love that Kanye watch, though. It, it's getting, uh, it, it, it never ends. It, it, it's it's never a dull moment with Kanye, you know, let yay be yay. But at the same time, like I keep saying, homie, just step out, just just bow out and just do it in 2024. And I've said it a million times. and I'm going to continue saying it like a broken record. You know what I'm saying? Just do it in 2024 and call it a day. What are you going to say, Jack? Well, I mean. On August 6th, so you know, five days ago, he, he responded to those things about saying that he's there to disrupt the thing. And he just put out a tweet just saying, the goal is to win. The goal is the goal to win. win. Exactly. Yeah. He did. And he's like, nope, I'm, I'm here for something else. I'm just, I want to win. I don't think you will. But that's the thing. I would, I would, I would pay to see him up there debating with Biden and Trump. That would be quite an interesting conversation he'd be interrupting the entire time <laughs> he'd be in- interrupting the entire time but yeah go I'm ahead gonna put up the, i'm gonna put up the official kanye uh <laughs> campaign van <laughs> that he shared on his twitter campaign what it's like a van he got a campaign van <laughs> i don't think that it's his but <laughs> oh okay okay i was about to say what say uh, what Wait, you step out the way. I can't see it. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes. What is that? Hold up. Let me get that in full full uh, photo or full screen. What is that? What is that, though? Why? Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, that's that's some that's some low budget campaigning right there. <laughs> He shared that on his Twitter going 2020. 
Oh God. Okay. <laughs> it's it's official. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Gotta love that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Donald, he's setting the standards really high. No kidding. Yeah, <laughs> soup the bar high for sure. Set high. Uh, Donald just said, "Don't allow Joe Biden to distract you from the fact that we are voting for Joe Biden." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh dear God. Oh my God. Um, but yes, that is uh that is a real thing. Yay is really trying to get into this thing for show. And uh, all I can say is um, Godspeed. Godspeed, bruh. You know? Uh, so we got to jump into this other conversation here. Um, this is a, a video that went viral. Um, no, we're going to talk about that here in a second. So you can put that down, uh, Jack. Oh. We'll talk about that here in a second. I, I just wanted to talk about this one thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Surfing cat. Yes. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, we got to go into this other conversation. This is something that's been going viral. It's being shared a lot. Um, and uh, it, it, this is some weird stuff. I mean, not weird. This is just terrible. This is just straight up terrible. And this is straight out of L.A. So, um, you know, L.A. County sheriffs are under a fire again after pointing guns at three black teens who actually needed their help following several 911 calls so the incident went down friday in santa clara santa clarita about 35 miles north of la and uh you can see in the in the in the video a bunch of deputies roll up as several other deputies are already pointing high-powered weapons at the teens who have their hands up so I'm going to show you guys this video. It is wild. It's a long video. Uh, viewer discretion because there are, uh, you know, there are some, uh, there's a lot of colorful language in here. Um, it's a long video, but uh, I want you guys to see this. You know, this is absolutely terrible. Check this out. Look at that. See that? Look at this. This is crazy. See? It was the other guy. Sights on and everything. Are you serious? Get away That kid over there? I'm the manager here at Buffalo Wild Wings. They don't care because they black. They don't care because they black. They don't care because they black. I'm the one that called you. More deputies pulling up. I'm the one that called you. It was not them. They 
Yes. Back up. Hey, they just kids. Guys, back up. We're not doing back that. Up. We're right here. We're not doing nothing. Okay. We're right back here. Up. We're right here. They didn't even do nothing. Back up. You need to let them go. Hey, now you're supposed to get away with a life. I understand. How much time is some bullshit, man? This is bullshit. This is bullshit. They didn't even, even do nothing. They didn't even do nothing. That guy was drinking alcohol. They don't care because they black. They don't give a fuck. They don't care because they black. Because they black. They don't care. Because they black. That's why. All right. I'm going to stop it right there because obviously this video goes on and on and on. Um, and of course, they, you know, I'm going to tell a little bit of the story so that you guys know exactly a little bit of the background of what happened. Uh, so Tammy Collins, uh, the mother who's actually holding the, 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 the phone, who's actually taping this whole incident. Um, she was one, she is the mother of one of the teens and she says her son and a couple of her friends were standing, were sitting at a bus stop when a homeless man asked if they had any crack on them and then tried to steal their stuff. She says the man became super aggro, ripped his shirt off and pulled a knife on them and attempted to stab them. She says that the kids fended the man off with their skateboards. Then um, she says that uh, several 911 calls were placed and all but one claimed the boys were the victim. But one caller said she and she told the uh, says told the dispatcher two black guys were attacking a homeless man. So, out of nowhere, these deputies pop up. These cops show up full on, ready to go with their with their uh, you know with their assault with their rifles and everything like that. It is absolutely nuts. And what's crazy is that everybody on the sidelines, everybody who's on the, on the sidewalk watching everything is trying to tell the cops that they got the wrong people. And these cops were not listening at all. They were ready to rock and roll. And that's what's so sad about this situation. You know, these are the moments when I get upset because it's like there was a possibility that one of those kids could have been been killed. All because of misinformation, the wrong information being put out there. Jack, what do you think on this? Uh, it's messed up, uh, obviously. Uh, so the county sheriffs later revealed that they were responding to a different call in which someone claimed that the teens had attacked the man with the skateboards. Uh, and despite the mix-up, bystanders chastised the officers for pulling their guns on a group of unarmed teens. One of the sheriffs responded by saying skateboards are still considered deadly weapons. Uh, it, this is a, like you just said, yeah, one, they listen to one call, they don't hear the other, multiple calls that go in about the same incident, mm -hmm. and they choose to, to pick, you know, one of the calls to respond to, not the other ones, uh, so I think that that's, they're, they're reaching for, you know, that for one, the one guy to get out and having, what, two guns, three guns already drawn onto the kids, and then for the other, you know, SUV to pull up and that guy to get out with with a rifle and go over and just be in like full stance. Like he was ready to they, rock and like roll. He even like he didn't even assess the situation when, when no. he was pulling up, like he just pulled up, stopped, ran out and had his gun ready to go. Like ready it wasn't to go, even had like the, a, like, Oh, these guys the are already on, on there. And like 
had the sights yeah. on. He was just literally dead set, like just like bang, I got you. Like he was like, I'm about to do a headshot. That's insane. So you draw weapons on, even if you get called to a place that said that someone attacks them with a skateboard, so you're gonna have to pull up and pull your weapons on them. Right. Like, wouldn't a taser be a better option to pull out? Right. Like, why? Why would you think that having to have lethal ammunition ready to go? is the way to respond to this. See, and, and, and that's the, and that's the thing. It's like, why? And then also it's the, it's the other thing, no matter what, why would you automatically think that pulling out an, an, a, 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 you know, a, a gun, the heavy artillery for a black team? Why do you think that you need to pull the, the something like that? So ridiculously like un, not needed for this particular situation. Like this guy was <laughs> almost as if this guy was ready to go hunting. And it's like, you don't come in, you don't assess the situation. You don't see what's going on. You don't give two dams about what's going on. And that's really, really sad and really messed up. You know what I'm saying? You need to, this is when we need the, the reconstruction of funding in the police department. This is the perfect example of something like this. Do you really need everybody and their mama to come over to put your guns out, all your guns out, pointing at a kid who is got a skateboard? Let's just say you're saying that a skateboard is a, you say a skateboard is a deadly weapon. You say a, a skateboard is a weapon. Let's just say, do you really need to have all those guns drawn? If a guy is just swinging around a skateboard, let's just say, let's just say if those kids were the aggressor, mm -hmm. do you really need all those guns out on a skateboard? Then it's funny because the person who was calling was one of the girls that worked inside of a uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, right? They, she's sitting there going, can I please talk to you guys? You have the wrong thing. And what sucks is that all that commotion, right? There's so much commotion. Everything's at a, at a heightened level, right? Everything's at a, a, at 200. You know what I'm saying? It's not even at a, a 100. It's at 200. It's at 300 because everything's so heavy and it's life or death at this moment. Within all that commotion, what if that kid jerked some weird way or made some weird gesture? He would have been laid out. All because he was an innocent one. All because he was just trying to fend for his life. If you got a homeless man trying to stab you, you're going to use anything by any mean, means necessary to survive. There was no need for all of that heavy, heavy art artillery for those kids. You should have taken the time to assess the situation just for a second before you start. Because what if, what if that homeless man, let's just say, what if that homeless man got up, still had the knife in his hand, and ran up to the kid and stabbed him during this time? You're not assessing the situation. Jack, what do you think? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's just, again, the whole situation where things like training needs to be, be different for sure. Uh, I mean, if they are saying they only responded to one call, they didn't hear the other calls, like, 
sure, I get it. But even still, then, like the uh, if you show up and if you heard that a skateboard was it, it wasn't like they were sitting there and being like someone's assaulting someone with a with a gun or like with a with a sword or you know it's something that's going to be like you you guys are like twenty five feet away from somebody and you have three guns drawn on to three kids that you know if they supposedly have skateboards like. It just it seems excessive and not the the right protocol. And yeah. and even within like, if another SUV pulls up and goes to the other side of the road, like, do you think it's like I don't know if it's the right tactical move or even the right way that they're supposed to do it? Like, you think he's supposed to get out of his car and like just run across the street, like, and not be underneath like cover like for that amount of time? Like, I, I think that. Even that whole way that he approached that of uh, running across the street made things even seem like it was more of a dangerous situa- situation than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so um, uh, somebody just said something on here, and I want to I, I want to respond to this uh, comment. They said, um, Barb, thank you, Barb, for, for the comments. Uh, she said, uh, cops didn't cops didn't know what the hell was going on. Why shame them for ca- uh, why shame them from using for using caution? I put my hands up every time. I get pulled over. They don't know what to expect. Give them a minute to assess the situation. I totally understand that. I'm totally with that. I get that. I get it. I get that the, them on the side that were taping and everything, all that commotion on the side does not help the situation. It makes things a little bit more heightened. It makes people a, a lot more nervous. It, uh, it, it, and so I understand that piece. I understand that part too. But at the same time, it's three black teens. There's no need. And they already have guns drawn. There's no need for that heightened level of artillery, heavy artillery. And yes, they already have guns drawn. You know what I'm saying? They already got, like, it seemed like from my understanding, there's two cops that were already there that got each other six already. There was no need for the second, for the third guy to come up with his gun. It would have been nice if he just walked over and said, hey, what is going on here? So that I know what's going on. Oh, those kids were being attacked, not the other way around. Okay, cool. That's how, at least that's what I feel that's how it should be. I get that every time a cop walks into a situation, it could be their last. I understand that they got to come correct and come, and come ready. But there's also another moment of being able to know what exactly is going on so that you don't make a terrible, terrible mistake. Like killing an unarmed teen. Whether that person is black or white. Doesn't matter the race. That's another teen dead in the hands of cops because of misinformation or making uh, a hairline of a uh, hairline fracture of a, 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 a split second decision that becomes a dire, uh, a, a dire uh, uh, and deadful uh, uh, and and uh, uh, dreadful and 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 violent decision. We don't need more of those things. But it's a damn shame that these kids who are just fighting off, that were trying to fight for their life, for, for not getting killed by a homeless guy, asking them for crack. 
that they are still the ones having to put their hands up, back up, and they're the ones who get arrested first. That's a shame. These cops should have gone in, assessed the situation before all that stuff. I get the first part, putting your gun out. I get that because you don't know what's going on. But once you find out what's going on, you put the guns, you holster the guns or you point the guns towards the homeless guy if he was still there. Anyway, that's just my two cents on that. I just think it's it's a real damn shame, Um, you know, and uh, actually I'm hoping to get the mother. I'm hoping to get the mother on the show um, and 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 chat it up and and chop it up with her because, you know, it's it's an interesting story. And it's, you know, like I said, I understand being able to I understand walking into a situation. You don't know what's going on. You know, if you're just an outsider of this situation, you're outside of that bubble of, of that dramatic sequence of events. I get being on the outside. I get that. But there's got to be different ways to assess a problem. You got two guys with guns on them already. They, they covered. Third dude should not have come out all ready to go Rambo on people. Rambo should not have happened. He should have walked over to the people saying, hey, what's going on here? So what is the story? That's it. Anyway. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's just another another situation that I mean, I imagine that this happens in every city almost every day. There's probably some kind of incident where in a the police show up and maybe not knowing everything and you know i've been reading the comments and stuff and yeah there's a lot of adrenaline that runs through and um obviously you're supposed to go there and you're supposed to support like if you're a police officer and you're showing up and there's other police officers there already involved and something you're supposed to be there for backup so i get that um but you know it's just sad that we see you know this happen all the time uh, i don't really have an explanation for their actions and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't sound like the sheriff's department has an explanation everything's underneath investigation the mayor is asking for everything to be underneath investigation um and to expedite it and to see if you know something was done incorrectly yeah but you know uh, i think malia mentioned that you know the dispatchers should be gathering all that information that's being called in about an incident and they should have be providing that to the responding officers so yeah you know did they not put the two and two together that other people were calling in about the same thing. Um, I don't know. And, and, a, and understandable like that, that they said that there was a, a, a mixture of different 911 calls being sent out because I'm sure that there were, there were people driving by seeing them defending themselves, but they're seeing it out of context. So they're automatically going, well, there's a bunch of black teens, you know, there's three teens attacking a homeless dude. You know, hitting a guy, hitting a dude with a with a skateboard taken out of context. I get that. But it's a skateboard, dude. Do you need that heavy artillery up in this piece, man? Probably not. Right. Probably not. There's no need for that. Let's keep it real. There's no need for that. Now, and the other thing is, is, uh, you know, enemy nation did ask a very good question, and I'm glad he asked it. He said, if it doesn't matter the race, then why are we talking about this video? Let me tell you. It's funny that you say that, enemy, and I'm, I'm happy that you asked that. 
Because here's the thing. It, it, yes, it is three black teens. Very much, very, very true. It is obviously what's going on in this world. There's a lot of things that are going on in this world. But the thing is, is that there is, it has nothing to, if they were three teens, three white teens, that was put out there, we'd be talking about it too. If it was out there and it was being shared and it was something so big, we'd be talking about it too. In fact, it's funny because I'm actually doing a pop-up video later on today about Ryan Whitaker. And Ryan Whitaker uh, was a, a guy who was um, killed at the hands of the police in his own home. And because he was home. And he was shot and killed inside of his home. And guess what? He was white. We're going to be talking about that. On, uh, you know, I'm going to be talking about that in a pop-up video later on today. And the thing is, is that there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of sticky context. There's a lot of sticky questions. There's a lot of things that pop up in regards to, you know, how he was, you know, how he was killed, why he was shot, you name it. We're going to be talking about that. Does, it has nothing to do with the race part. Yes, it is. Excuse me. Yes, it is. One part is that, yes, it is a black teen that didn't do anything. Black teens that didn't do anything. It's unfortunate that it's unfortunate that we have to or it's unfortunate that we look at this and say three black teens. But this is what's going on. And I know for a fact that if it was three Asian kids or three white kids, we would be talking about it because it would still be jacked up. It would still be a very messed up story. You know, no matter how many ways you paint the color of, you know, on it, it's still something that's wrong. Now, I know that there's not a whole lot of people that are putting out uh, videos of black uh, of uh, police officers going after white people, um, but I'm sure that there are a lot out there. Um, and so, this one particular situation with Ryan Whitaker, uh, that's something that I'm talking about. That's one thing that I find very, very messed up. You know, I, I have my stances on it. I have my opinions on it. And so be sure to look out, uh, be on the lookout for that video because I will be putting it out uh, in a few hours from now. Um, but yeah, you know, it, I understand what you're saying is a very good question. Um, but. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just it's like I said, it's just an interesting thing, man. Um, it's it's an interesting story. It's an interesting, interesting and wild um, situation. <laughs> it's a, the situation is a wild situation. And I would I would not want that on any kid, no matter what race they are, you know. Uh, but I, I've seen I've seen firsthand moments that were misconstrued, misunderstood or uh, cops that came in thinking that they're Rambo, thinking that they're cowboys. And it was on, you know, a couple white teens. I've seen that, too. You know, they're just ready for anything. And uh, we're just going to have to talk about it, you know. Um, and uh, the reason why I'm bringing up the Ryan Whitaker story in the first place is because I, I want people to know that these stories, there are stories out there that are not just 
a race-related thing. It's just a circumstantial-related thing. Ryan Whitaker's situation is terrible. It's a, it's a sad story. And we're going to talk about it, for sure. But in this particular situation, they didn't, these kids did not deserve that. At all. Those kids did not deserve it. It's unfortunate that that happened to the kids, but it's also fortunate that we were able to see it because, you know, eh, tensions are high right now. Everybody, everybody is on, uh, um, everything's at a heightened level. That's what I'm trying to say, you know? And I feel like a lot of cops, of course, I'm not a cop, so I can't speak on behalf of caps, cops, but, but it feels like a lot of cops are feeling some type of way as well. They're feeling that heightened tension. But I also feel that in the world that we live in right now, in the social climate that we live in right now, I feel like cops should be more on their P's and Q's. Making sure that they're crossing their T's and dotting their lowercase J's. You feel me? That's what I feel like they should be doing. Not what we just saw. There's no need for that. At all. But we definitely got to jump into this next story, um, which is very interesting as well. Uh, and we've already talked about it before. Uh, you know, there was a viral photo or there was a photo that went viral and it, it depicts or takes a photo of what's going on inside of a high school in Georgia. And uh, Jack's going to throw up the, the photo here just so we can have a quick reminder. Uh, it, it's wild. You know, there's not a whole lot of kids that are wearing masks. Um, there's a lot of uh, everyone. It's a packed hallway. They're packed in, the, in there like sardines. And uh, so here it is. Yes. Yes, there it is. And it's crazy that this is a viral video or a viral photo. And understandably, it's a it's a viral photo. Um, but the thing is, is what's crazy to me is if you can see, I mean, there's like one, two, I mean, three. There's another guy over here like the it's very, very pixelated. You know what I mean? Um, it's very, very pixelated here. But. You understand. This is a photo that we've already we've already covered on the show before. It is pretty crazy how packed one the hallways are, and two how there's very little masks going on in this in this hallway. Uh, now the thing is, is the person, the student that took that photo. Guess what happened to her? Do you know what happened to her, Jack? Uh, rhetorically. 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 Yes. You do? Well, the, the you, normal. You, you should have said, <laughs> well, you should have said, well, Pascal, well, no, Pascal. Well, homegirl got suspended for posting this photo. Real talk. Now, of course, as of late, they retracted her suspension. But... She was suspended for a good hot minute for putting out that photo. Now, she was on CNN just recently and uh, was interviewed about said thing. And uh, 
It's interesting what she says. We're gonna sh- I'm going to show you a little bit of the beginning. So here we go. took that viral photo that put the school in the headlines, 15-year-old Hannah Waters. Hannah, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, You're a sophomore at North Paulding High School, and we just learned your school is shutting down on Monday and Tuesday to disinfect after reporting nine new coronavirus cases. What's your reaction? I've heard from many friends that they've been getting tests or that their family members or that their teacher has gotten tested because... It hasn't been safe over these few days, and we were only in school for three days, and the fact that we already have nine cases just at the end of that week is very concerning because even then we don't know how many people those nine people came in contact with and how many people aren't taking tests yet, so they don't know, and then they come back possibly this week too, so it just is going to spread like wildfire in that school. Yeah, and you were sounding the alarm several days ago. Do you think the school would have done this if your photo hadn't gone viral? Um, I think it would have been later on in the year when they would have addressed what's happening, when more cases started circulating in the school. But I think it would have kind of gone under people's radar for a while until people started posting videos and pictures about it. I heard you speaking with my colleague Laura Coates a few nights ago. You said that posting this was good and necessary trouble, an homage uh, to Congressman John Lewis. You were punished for calling attention to this. You were suspended, and then the principal, as I understand it, reversed that decision. School officials, as you heard from Natasha there, they were still defending reopening, but we won't even know if the school's going to reopen Wednesday. What's your message now to administrators? We could have just delayed opening like many other schools in many other counties because most of them I've heard from friends that are opening on September 8th or around that time. So we could have delayed school so they could find more safety measures to follow in the school and they could have found more plans for all the students and teachers and staff members. But they kind of just sent us into school and used us as guinea pigs to see what would happen later on. Guinea pigs. Uh, I heard Now, guinea pigs. You heard that, right? She said, hey, instead of us setting you, instead of doing this, like they're using us like we're guinea pigs, right? Hmm. Interesting. Remember when I said that? Remember when I said that, y'all? You know, I know I'm not right all the time. I'm not right at all. (laughs) A lot of times. But she just echoed exactly what I said. Guinea pigs. This is not the time for us to be out here testing the waters to see what works and what don't. Here it is. Now, I know Nobleness D just said how many students, how many classmates got sick? Nine. Nine of them got sick whilst being in school. Nine. That's the reason why they had to shut their doors for two days. So all the students are at home right now learning virtually and might be going. They might be going back to school tomorrow. But, you know, in for physical in class um, school starting tomorrow, that is a strong possibility. But at the same time, nine students. Nine. Got sick. Tested positive. Crazy, right? Hmm. Crazy. Crazy to think 
that we are still like we're and, and don't get me wrong. I am so for getting kids back to school. I am so for it. We all are for it. Obviously, we all want our kids to go back to some sort of normalcy. We do. We most definitely want that. But here it is. Clearly, people are getting sick. Clearly, it's getting passed around. And if you're seeing photos like that one, you're seeing photos like that one. That's behind Jack's head right now. You're seeing photos like that. And you see how packed those hallways are. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if our kids are going to be fully safe being in school with 100% capacity. Now they keep on saying, oh yeah, you know, there's five, you got five minutes or something like that uh, to get away from, uh, from an area before it's fully infected and all that. I mean, that's BS, y'all. So what, you, you got five minutes to, to run down the hallway and get into another classroom? Then you got to remember all those students that aren't wearing a mask because there's a lot of kids in there that are not implementing any precautions, any safety measures to to stop the, the spread or to stop from getting it themselves. Look at homeboy right there. I'm going to put your, you back up. Look at homeboy right here. Let's just say him, for example. I don't see a, a mask around his neck, hanging off his ears, not nothing. He's chilling in the cut. You can come back, Jack. He's still chilling in the cut. I love that swoop-de-doo. That, that was good. It's a <laughs> swoop-de-doo. You know what I'm saying? He's still chilling in the cut. So it doesn't matter. Even though you got five minutes before it starts to come out and, get, and you get hit, you still got to go into a classroom, y'all. What if that person who has got COVID is in that same classroom? And you're in there for at least 45 minutes to an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on what kind of schedule you have. So, like I said, it's, 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 a weird, it's a weird time, and I get it that we are all going through, like, we're all going through this. We all want our kids to go back to school. I know that even the Hannah Waters was saying, she says, uh, you know, virtual learning can be really hard. You know, it's not easy to do virtual learning. And I get that. But is this the right time, like I said? to open this thing up, open these doors up and get and, and 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 put all of our children in there. I mean, here it is. Let me let me point this out too cuz this 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 literally just happened. This literally just happened to a friend of mine, okay? So, I have a friend of mine, talented guy, really great dude. He's a father. He's got kids. All right. He takes his kids to a daycare because he's both parents, both uh, he and his wife work during the day. So then all of a sudden. He gets a phone call from his school or from the daycare saying that the person who the teacher or the person who watches the kids contracted the covid. And that he and his wife now and the children have to quarantine themselves for 14 days. Do you realize how much money he lost in those two weeks, in those 14 days? Let me just say, a lot. 
because not only is he losing the chance to secure the bag, his wife is too. Then it's also trickling out to every single person that he's been in contact with. Every single person he and his wife have been in contact with. Then the daycare had to shut down. They're closed as well. So no matter if they went and got tested and were fine, the daycare is shut down. Therefore, they, one of them has to stay home to watch the kids. You see what I'm saying? It's a domino effect, y'all. And it just keeps growing and growing. Now, if we were able to do this in a better way, I think this would be a different story. I still think that 50-50 is a good idea in regards to half the school, half the school, uh, half the students are doing virtual and the other half are doing in class. And then they just flop, you know, every, you know, Tuesdays and Wednesday, Tuesdays and Thursdays, half the school from L to blah, blah, blah is doing this and A to, A to K is doing. You see what I'm saying? And just do it half and half, 50-50. You know, I understand that that doesn't allow a lot of uh, time for parents to go out there and work their full-time jobs but at the same time i mean if until there's a vaccine russia <laughs> until there's a vaccine we gotta wait shoot i mean even so like well you know we get to, real real quick we already talked about this last yesterday on the last show uh last morning show but think about this i mean there's people out here I mean, shoot. The car, like baseball is getting screwed up right now. The baseball season is getting screwed up all because people are just constantly getting sick. Things are getting postponed every time. So think about that. Everybody is, these kids are, are coming into school. They're, they're, things are going, you know what I mean? The train is running. Woo, they're catching momentum. They're learning things and then er, they get stopped because of another outbreak and like i said i don't have the answers obviously you know i ain't a member of the cdc nor am i fauci but i do know this there's got to be a better approach to the the kids going to school instead of just shoving them in there and just hoping for a miracle there's got to be a better way most definitely. What do you think, Jack? I mean, again, I right now I think for this year until there is a vaccine available, that things need to be all virtual, and I know that that's tough on families. Hella tough. But uh, but I mean, this isn't like there's other countries that sent their kids back to school and they started having outbreaks too. I don't know why we thought it would be different here. Um, and there's nurses that are resigning from schools because they think that, you know, the protocols and the way that they're going about keeping things clean is not enough. Uh, there's teachers that are resigning. Uh, there's, yeah. I just don't, I don't see how there's a, a successful way that this can be implemented yeah. and make it into where people don't go home sick within three days. Like, and like they said, you know, nine people. Well, now what's the infection rate, the multiplier that they expect? Was it three, five, ten? You know, people that uh, for every person that's there and, you know, yeah, maybe they said five minutes of being away from each other in a hallway. But when you have 300 kids going in a hallway, 
you know, I imagine that, you know, the air gets a little bit more clogged up, you know, quicker. Um, you know, it's just like saying that, oh, well, the nuclear radiation from that, you know, from that location is fine in, in small amounts. Yeah. Uh, but don't forget that it builds up in your system. So the small amounts become big amounts. You know, it's like, I, I, you know, I feel sorry for the people that need to go back into that situation regardless of, you know, what their feelings are because it's the only thing that they can do. Yeah. And uh, so I, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I hope that a way can be found to make people safe. Uh, but as of right now, I don't see a way to do that by putting kids back in schools. Yeah. I mean, obviously like what Hannah Waters just said, it's like they're putting us out there and testing it on us. Like we're, we're Guinea pigs up in this piece and it shouldn't be like that. You know, and that's not how it should be, period. Shouldn't be like that at all. We should be figuring out a different way to implement safer guidelines and and, and a safer way for these for our children to be educated. That's just basically it. I mean, we need to figure out a different way to do this. We most definitely need to figure out a different way. It's just uh, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame, y'all. Yep. I mean, that's where we are right now, though. I mean, there's... Again, I, I don't understand how, like, if government can't go full back onto... Into, like, having everyone back where they need to be, like, why yeah. do they think that kids can go back to school? That's a... That's a... That's a question that, I, <laughs> you know... It just like it's too dangerous to vote. So, but it's okay to send the kid, the kids back to school. See what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, you know, it's like, all right, we gotta, we gotta pull this back. We gotta need to, we need to stop doing this. You know what I mean? We need to stop doing. Everybody's, you know, 25% capacity at restaurants and, and bars. Bars close at 10 p.m. We're gonna do all these things, but we're gonna protect our kids in. Go on in. Full capacity. Let's get it. Yeah. This doesn't make sense to me. Can't, can't trust the adults to take care of themselves. Uh, so we can't <laughs> with, the, with the limited access to that. But the children Exactly. It's like, Brad, come on, man. You kids are good. They're bulletproof. Let's go. Yet, numbers are going up with the kids. All because they're going to school. And I know that there's a lot of uh, uh, schools that are actually stopping. They're holding back. Uh, you know, they're trying to do delayed starts and all that. And, and that's what also Hannah Waters said in that in that interview. Very smart girl, by the way. Um, you know, and it's just like, yeah, like we got to maybe postpone a little bit until that. Or maybe parents just have to pull up the bootstraps and just kind of shuck and jive for a little bit, you know, for a few more months until there's a, a, a viable, real vaccine that everyone can take. But other than that, I mean, this is the only thing that we got. This is all we got, man. This is all we got. Well... Do you want to talk about something else for the last couple minutes here? <laughs> we can. We can. I was just looking at, um, at the, um, sorry, I was looking at uh, 
Biden v, uh, VP is uh, uh-huh. Biden's VP is trending on Twitter right now. And so I was just looking at it to see if he had said something. If he had uh-huh. said, oh, you know, my running mate's going to be I would have been like, what? Breaking news right here, y'all. Last three I minutes saw, of the show. I saw that. Um, who are they talking about here? It was uh, Susan Rice. Uh, yes. The potential vice presidential pick. Uh, she has divested all uh, all of her shares from Netflix, so maybe she's taking those steps to remove all of her uh, places for personal gains and everything. Um, but she sold about three hundred thousand dollars in stock holdings. You know. Okay. So let, let, you know. Let, real quick, we got only we got a few more minutes. We started a little bit late today, guys. So we gotta we're we're gonna do a little bit more, tiny bit more past eleven. Okay, if it is Susan Rice, right? Let's talk about her a little bit. Let's talk about Susan Rice. Who is Susan Rice? Who is Susan Rice? Let's start at the very, very bare, bare minimum. Bare, like starting at the very bottom. Netflix director. Netflix director. And that's it. <laughs> She's obviously female. We'll start there. American diplomat, academic, Democratic policy advisor, former public official who served as a 27th United States ambassador to the United Nations from 2009 to 2013, and the 24th United States national security advisor from 2013 to 2017. Now, here it is, uh, because some people are really excited about the possibility of it being Susan Rice. Right. So what is what is something that's not good? You know, what's what's the negative side? What's the negative things about what's the what are the cons about Susan Rice? What would be something that people would have a problem with if he was Uh, to choose Susan Rice? Benghazi is where um, she withdrew her consideration uh, for replacement of retiring uh, U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton in 2012. Um, based on the contra- controversy related to 2012 attack on the U.S. diplomatic facility in Benghazi. Um, so I don't know if she's attached to that. Uh, uh, I guess neg- neg- negativity to that, you know. So, something about Susan Rice, uh, enemy nation just said, Susan Rice will get crushed for her role for unmasking Michael Flynn. Hmm. That's news to you. That's news to me, uh, but it may she may have been involved with that. Uh, I just saw too that Flynn was just back in the news too, because uh, a government lawyer suggests Attorney General Barr had secret reasons for dropping Michael Flynn criminal case. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, having Susan Rice. I mean, it sounds like she's has public, you know, background, and uh, it sounds like she's done her public duty uh, she's got credentials and she sounds like she's also you know a business person so yeah I don't know um, I, I'm not too familiar with her too much I can do some more reading on her maybe we can talk about her tomorrow yeah no we can definitely I mean obviously no I'm just putting that out because I'm just curious mm-hmm. as to you know a little bit more uh, background story about her and all that um, because of course you know there's a lot of people who are sitting here going, oh, yeah, Susan Rice will be dope, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? 
Uh, but then there's also other people who are going, uh, well, I don't think she'd be the proper fit. Um, so it's just, you know, obviously an ongoing conversation because we don't know. We don't know who he's going to pick. Everything's still up in the air. Everything's right. big question marks right now. Uh, I'm hoping that he makes his de- I'm hoping that he puts something out here very, very soon uh, as far as his decision, because I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting very impatient. It's about that time, especially, you know, he's got a big convention coming up uh, coming up next week. We need a little bit of time to start putting some stuff out. Now, here it is. If it is Susan Rice, then I know that people are saying that she is the front runner for the VP seat. Um, so we'll see what happens with that for sure. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm hoping he makes the decision today. Today's the right time. Yeah. Just, just put it out there, be done so that she can sit there. Whoever she will be can get an opportunity for, for, uh, to, to talk, you know, get her word out there as well. Um, and it gives us all an opportunity to see if she's the right choice. Right. You know, before the actual convention that's coming up here very soon. Tucker Carlson, he, he last week on oh, yo, Fox yo, yo. News show, okay. uh, he said, uh, as of right now, Susan Rice appears to be in the lead for the VP slot. That's an interesting development. Say what you will about Susan Rice, and we're about to, but she is not a buffoon. Susan Rice is smart. She is hard-eyed. She is experienced. Susan Rice knows exactly what she wants, and she understands the system well enough to get it. She Word. is a threat. Woo. And if it's Tucker Carlson saying that, yeah. bruh, you know, same guy who's like, hide your kids, hide your wives. BLM is on its way to your front door. Oh, yo, yo. Well, I mean, you know, uh, one thing I'll say is even though he, you know, even though I don't agree with his, his views and everything, obviously he knows what he's talking about. He's been in the game for a long time. So for him to say something like that, that's a good thing, I think. Make 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 Trump and, 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 you know, Trump and Pence tremble in their boots a little bit. Give them a little run for their money. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I think. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. Just not Harris. Just not Harris. Just not Harris, please. Please, oh, God, please. Not Harris. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Uh, everybody, thank you guys so much. Sorry, I'm just reading all you guys' comments and everything. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, coming in and being a part of the show today. This, it, this wraps up the show. But before I get going, definitely, everybody, please, if you're on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram. It is the Pascal Show, all in one word. No spaces between the words. Um, so the Pascal show on IG, go follow me on there. That would really, really mean a lot. So you get to see what's going on on the behind the scenes or me prepping for certain things and all that. I'm always working. I'm always doing some stuff that's going on. So be sure to do that. And if you haven't done it yet, hit that like button underneath the feed. Uh, if you will, that would really mean a lot and hit that subscribe button y'all. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with, you know, the full morning show tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. But I will be on tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for one hour only. Uh, but I will be taking in phone calls. We will be able to have you guys call in and speak on any of the things that we have talked about this morning or the things that we've talked that we are going to talk about later on tonight. So be on the lookout for 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for a chance to call in and chop it up with your boy, Pascal. Anyway, Jack, thank you so much for being on yeah, today. Man. Good to see you. Yeah, man. 
And uh, everybody, have a great rest of your Tuesday. I'll see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys tonight. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Okay. Good show. Yeah. Fun show. Moon right, moon right along. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Good show. It's, it's good and good again. Good times. Good freaking times. Lot, cool. A lot of good well, laughs. I'm going to go and I'm going to get changed. I'm heading in the 